So we're holding by <coughs> in, the, in the middle of page Kuflamid Hay, Paraklamidalid, Ulahavin Bir. Today is Sunday. Sunday what? Sunday Yud Gimel Nisan, the yard side of the Tzemachzedek. Ulahavin Bir, Upirish Lashon Arinsay. Okay, so you have it? Okay, so we were learning last, he, he, he wants to explain the idea of Tzimtzum. What was the Tzimtzum of Makam Tonri? in which Hashem created. Because we were learning earlier how um, how the, 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 the uh, creation of the worlds came about only through the Oisias. Even, of the, even the highest, highest, first dimensions of creation. As sublime as what he called, as sublime as what he called Adam Kadmon, even that came into existence only yeah, only after um, a a symptom, a powerful symptom. So now he's, he's going to explain, and he says what was left over was only the rishimu. Remember, there was a trace of the letters, and the word and the and the adam kadron came into into being only from only from the only from those rishimu, only from those letters, but not from, but it's not touching anything beyond the letters. Remember, and we said aliyah on Shabbos is that it's elevated into the oyer itself, not just into the letters. And imagine, he says, if a person's machshav is completely wiped out and all that's left over is only the letters, without the seichel. Yeah, you recall that, that yeah. discussion. And he said that's where Adam Kadman was created, only from the letters from the Oren Saif, only from the malchus of the Oren Saif, only from the Shmoy, Shmoy HaGadah, only from the greatness. So Elias and Shabbos even goes beyond the Oren Shabbos, yeah. No, each world goes up higher, and Adam Kadman also goes up higher. Okay. So everything moves up in its aliyah. So then he began to explain. So let me explain. He says, what is the union of Tzimtzum? Let's get a little understanding into the idea of that Tzimtzum that allowed the Roshimu to exist. What is that union? So he brings that Hashem moved all, the, all his light to the side. And he uses a, a word, Nekudam Tzayis. We didn't understand exactly what that means. And then he was Mamayit Ta'or. And, uh, okay. So he says, what does it mean? It can't be the Kibshutai. Hashem doesn't have a Musaguf. You know, let, let's go backwards a little bit. You know, just, just, just for the flow. Let's go to the fourth line of the top of page Kuflamine, even though we learned it already. The idea will be understood by Hagdim Tchila, the first prefacing, page Kuflamine on the top, five lines from the top. Uh, what is the meaning of Lashon Oyer Ein Saif? We're not saying Ein Saif, we're saying the Oyer of the Ein Saif. And that's where there was a symptom. The Oyer Ein Saif is the source of all pleasures. Pirish. This is really, in other words, if we can ascribe anything to the Oyer Ein Saif, it's Ein Saif. And we don't describe anything, but that it's a source of, of the light, source of pleasure. Because the life force of all the worlds, which is an amazing idea, and a very, very profound idea, and something very, 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 <laughs> that add, it sheds a lot of um, light on so many, you know, on, 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 on a lot. And the idea that the highest of all the Oedomites, it's all pleasure. Pleasure is, the, life is pleasurable. That's why we know, for instance, the first Gibui HaNefesh, we have a nefesh, and the nefesh is an entity that's alive. It's a living entity. It's life. 
The nefesh itself, you can't say in it that it's anything. It's, it's, it's life. It's pure pasha, like the Maral says. It's pasha b'tachas akitus. But the first feeling of nefesh, in other words, the first experience of nefesh, not a koyach sheben nefesh, just to feel the nefesh itself is a feeling of tainuk. So that's the first gilui ha-nefesh. Because there, there, there is nefesh. Nefesh is not tainuk. But when you feel life, you feel pleasure, immense pleasure. Because life is pleasurable. Then from that comes desire. Because what you pleasure, that, that, that which you will find pleasure in, that's what you desire. The time of stimulates desire. Desire is already a next stage. It's a feeling of your nefesh moving out of itself. But time is, is the feeling of the nefesh in the, in the nefesh. Now, that kind of pleasure we usually don't feel, the pleasure in life itself. What we feel is things that, that uh, the... the, the uh, <coughs> Tainug is the nefesh feeling itself? Tainug is the first gilui ha is the experience of Tainug, yeah. The, the consciousness of your, of your nefesh, the feeling of your nefesh is, is a Tainug, is, is, is the deepest Tainug. It's what we call in Hasidus, it's called Tainug HaMelech Vatsmusai. Shashuye HaMelech Vatsmusai. Right? It's the delight of the king in his very existence, in his very being. So by us too, there is such a delight. There is the source of all, and that's called makar kala tanugim. It's the source of all pleasure. And then, and then, we, um, we, we delight in things. So one time I said this, and I don't know if, I don't know if this is correct, but I think, I think it might be correct, is that life you don't feel, generally. We don't feel that we're alive. Because we're so, it's a constant thing. We don't you feel, know. yeah, we're used to it. When we rub ourselves against something, Meaning, when something makes us feel alive, then that delight that that makes us feel ourselves, and it makes us feel life. And when you're feeling life, you're feeling pleasure. So it's 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 like, why do I have pleasure from the food? Of course, it says he's going to say over here. There's a there's a nitzutz of tainug in the food, but the inyan of it is that it's 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 giving you a sensation of life, and and over there, you, and that's how it's it's a little aura of the tainug of your nefesh. Because if you feel life itself, there's no bigger tainug than that. But we're feeling stimulators of life. It's bits of life, and that gives us pleasure. The life of all worlds is pleasure. As we see clearly. And that's why people are always, the bottom line of everything is, all motivation that people do is they're seeking pleasure. The point and the end goal of every pula is a pleasure. That a person will delight from that thing. And that is cool toif. What's called negative? Things that cause people pain. People are always running away. People are always worried. They're preventing themselves from things that are going to cause them aggravation. And the opposite of, and the opposite of pleasure. And, what's, and what causes a person pleasure, every people are different in that. That's what people are uh, or are, are uh, pursuing because that's the underlying drive in a human being is the seek of pleasure okay there's many many levels of there's a great pleasure in visual and visuals and seeing things and there's great time in listening and hearing there's time in music and the like and there's time in 
daughter came back from seminary and said that there's a girl in her seminary that doesn't have a sense of smell. She was born without it. She hardly tastes even. Okay, that's we're also one of the things we're accustomed to. We don't necessarily give it too much importance, but it makes a huge difference in a person's life that we can smell and we can the whole Tanuga and all the delights in this world it is only the the pleasures we have are only the dregs, mamish the dregs of the supernal pleasure. That fell down to because what fell down? Sparks of Hashem, sparks of life. What fell down wasn't pleasure. What fell down was life. And life is pleasurable. So there's sparks of pleasure in everything. And, and, when we're, and, we, and when we experience pleasure in something, it's because the, that, that fallen spark, the Einaroich, but because of that, the Einaroich did not compare at all in comparison to the Tainig above. There you're not being misanic from a spark. You're being misanic from the direct ray of the Shekhinah, which its pleasure is unfathomable. It's very intense and very, very, very much. It is worth it that a person should be going through the worst suffering in Gehenim. The Neshama would, would, would accept the horrific suffering in Gehenim in order to come to the, to the, to the world of Ganeidim. It is worth it all the suffering of Gehenim, even if it's Yud Beis Chaylet, which is the most that generally a Yid would go through, is 12 months of Gehenim. Our fire is only a, a, a 60th of the pain of Gehenim, of the fire of Gehenim. And yet, the Neshava is willing to endure such suffering 12 months of being consumed by fire that is 60 times hotter, right? So, and that is with the desire, with the, with the, for the sake of receiving the pleasure in Gan Eden. And that is even the lower Gan Eden. The higher Gan Eden is so much higher. So the pleasure in the higher Gan Eden is endless. The Yeshnahar Dinar. And then there is a river, Hamatsik. There needs to be a hefsik between these Gan Edens. There's levels upon levels of aliyahs. In receiving this pleasure, the pleasure of life, of, 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 of divinity, higher than the other. And all of that, and it's only a ray. It doesn't touch on the Yetzir. So these these, these uh, endless levels of, of pleasure. A what? Eden and Tachbin and Gan Eden Elyon, there's millions of levels, and because whatever you're calling Gan Eden Elyon, it's higher and higher. They derive from the ray. Only a ray. It doesn't have anything of the substance of a lakus, only a ray. Because the source of all pleasure is Hashem's light that illuminates and, and, and spreads. To be the source of life for all oilamois. And that is called the oil of the Ainsof. Ah, but Hashem's very essence 
Kadosh Uluvdal Legamri. That's called the Oire Yisrael. That's the mocker from where this endless ray of pleasure emerges. But Hashem Himself is Kadosh Uluvdal Legamri. He's completely removed. From to be even a source for pleasure. And we have absolutely no knowledge in, in, in what kind of existence being He is. Only a ray of Him illuminates on the heaven and on the earth. A ray of Him is Barach. That doesn't have any comparison to Him at all. Just like a ray of the sun, comparison to the to the sun itself, to the sun, to the sun globe itself, it's a garnish. The ray is a ray, it's nothing. So the ray of the oiring saif, the oiring saif, the infinite realm of pleasure, which from it rays come out, so to speak, it glows into the world and, and becomes the power of life in all of existence. All of that is only a ray. The other zoo and this ray, whom makarchai is kalaylamas, is the source of life of all the world. This is the root of all pleasure. Because the main chayas of the world is pleasure. That is drawn from there. Similar to what the Rambam was saying, that the main chayas of the world is the knowledge. And Hashem's the knowledge of everything, that's its underlying uh, 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 thing. So he's saying over here, no, the underlying factor in all of existence is pleasure. And the, and, 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 and and knowledge is actually pleasurable. That's already one of the experiences of life, which, and, and actually a great, a great opening to the life of your nefesh, because a lot of, there's a lot of chayas on nefesh in Seichel. That's why it comes with deep pleasure and deep delight. Yeah. So now he's going to continue explaining this idea of the Oyrin Saif, but the Ezra Sashem, we're going to have to leave that for where tomorrow. Close here today.